Hello, beautiful people on the other side of this podcast. We hope you're having an amazing day. And it's just Lindsay and I, your homegirls here today to chat about questions that will help make your life better, specifically questions that you can ask yourself during certain times, questions that are super beneficial and bring a lot of clarity, awareness, consciousness, elevation, healing, um, and I'm going to say clarity again for emphasis because they will bring a lot of clarity and motivation to your life. So Lindsay, how are you doing? Ah, I'm great. I'm excited for this topic. I think it's we as a, a, as a couple <laughs> are always looking for ways, couple of girls, always looking for ways to help you connect to yourself and discover more about yourself. And as I always say, you're never going to regret knowing yourself or learning more and just create that easy path to not easy, simple path to evolution. So I'm excited. Let's, let's get soul led today. Yeah. I mean, I think asking yourself the important questions in life helps because it gives you your own personal roadmap to getting to where you want to go, feeling how you want to feel and crafting a life that feels really exciting, juicy, and authentic to your personal Values I don't know why, but desires. whenever people say the word juicy, I just cringe a little bit. I think it's the same. <laughs> you know how people hate to hear the word like moist. I'm mm -hmm. so sorry for everybody that hates that word. But for me, the word juicy is like, oh, oh. I love it. Juicy, I don't know, juicy, like, juicy, I don't know juicy, what juicy. it does to me. It's just like, it, it's cringe. What is the <laughs> word? I wonder if there's a word that we could say instead. Not that you should, you should say juicy, but like that I could say instead, like, I like the Yummy. word potent. I like potent. yummies. Yeah, I like potent. Potent's All my, right. I think that's my, like a potent transformation. Kelsey would say a juicy transformation. <laughs> it like physically hurts. I don't know what that is. Oh man, that's funny. Anyway, let's go. Anyway, so <laughs> I have so many questions on this list that I wrote when I was at the gym and they were all just flowing in hot. Um, but I think I'm going to start with like the basics and then we'll work up from there and we'll just like chat about each one and kind of dive deeper. So the more obvious places to start when it comes to self-inquiry and questions that are super beneficial is asking yourself, what do I want? What do you want to get out of this life? What do you want to experience next? What do you want to create? How, um, how do you want to feel? And then the follow-up question to that would always be, why do you want it? And this is important because when you know your why, you know your genuine, most deep desire. Because usually there's like a surface desire, like, ooh, I want the car. I want the okay. husband. I want the dream house. I want that job. I want this. I want that. But when you ask yourself, why do I want it? AKA, how do I think I'll feel differently when I have this? Then you get down to the nitty gritty, genuine desire of the feelings that you're after. And once you know the feelings that you're after, you can go for those directly without having to have that thing first. And it's a manifestation hack because then you become a vibrational match to what you're asking for. Lynn, so thoughts. <laughs> Lindsay, go. So I think it would be fun to maybe not necessarily give an example, but let's walk people through it real quick. So like every, all the listeners think of something that you want for probably the first thing that pops in your head. Cause then you've been thinking about the most. Um, and then we will, we'll play around with it. Yeah. Yeah. So think of the first thing, think of the first thing that comes to your head. What do you want? I know I got mine. Kelsey, you got yours. Okay. Yeah. And now we're going to think of why do I want this thing? And it may not come right away. You might possibly be rationalizing or, you know, using logical thinking, but just kind of feel around and see, what comes up for you? Um, usually, again, it's probably the first thing that comes up. So just take a second. Why do you want it? How will you feel? What will you have in terms of vibration or feeling or <clears throat> mood? You know, what kind of energy are you attracting, right? And then what do we do now, Kels? Well, I do want to give an example to go okay. a deeper into this. I knew it. I'm going to give okay. like a funny one that I'm currently working with. Okay. 
So for years and years, I've always entered to win an HGTV dream home because I just think it would be so epic to win a house. I'm like, how fun would that be, right? And they're always in different places and different themes and yada, yada, whatever. And you also win all the property taxes. Yay. Yeah, but they give you money for that now. So that's- Oh, they do? Yeah, you also win cash to pay for the property Oh, that's great. Yeah, because people were winning and Mm -hmm. then they couldn't afford the taxes and then they couldn't live in the house. They were like going bankrupt. Yeah, Yeah. And they were like, what the fuck? I can't even live in this house that I won. So some guy sued them and now everybody wins money also. They they better. Okay, keep going. I like (laughs) it so far. So, okay. So when you were asking the question, what do I want? I want to win a house. I think it would be so fun. I think it'd be so epic. I think it'd be such a great story to tell. And it the reason why is because it would make me feel like, like a, a winner. winner, like a winner, right? It made me feel excited, surprised. It would make me feel like I just landed into a windfall of wealth added to my life. Mm-hmm. It would make me feel like a provider for my whole family. Like, oh, I want us this vacation house that we can all go to and have fun at. It would make me feel um, like I have a new project because probably I want to change a bunch of things about it because I'm really particular. <laughs> So even when I go through the pictures, I'm like, oh, we'll move that. We'll change this. We'll repaint this, blah, blah, blah. So it gives me like a fun, creative project. Um, There's just so many feelings that I can access via even just dreaming about this, right? So for me, that would be like the surface desire is like the house. And then the genuine desire is all of those feelings that would accompany winning the house. So then once you have that information, the question then becomes, how can I experience more of those feelings? Now, so for me personally, to stick with the example, feeling like a winner, I mean, I feel like a winner when I do like gratitude of everything that I have in my life. Like, wow, by the way, this, this is doesn't really matter. I mean, it kind of does, but just so you are moving into a brand new house at the end of the month. So So I already am a winner, but it might be easy for you to to access (laughs) these feelings because you're literally moving at the end of the month into a new house. I am going to have the project and I am going to be a provider and I am going to have my first dream house. Even on though top I of the world, win it in a contest. I won the contest of life. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so then you'll ask yourself, um, how can I start feeling more of these feelings now? And for me, like I can really cultivate feeling like a winner when I go through like all the luck and blessings that I've had in my life, or just thinking about like how few people become authors or things that I feel like are very rare. That makes me feel like a winner. Um, So I can access that feeling doing that or things that help me feel like I'm providing for my family would be like taking everyone out to dinner or, you know, doing something nice like that. That's like, these are not things I need the dream house for. I can access all of these feelings at any moment now And then I become more of a vibrational match to manifesting the house. And at that point, it's just like a cherry on top because you don't need the manifestation to happen in order to access those feelings. Because a lot of times we use our desires and manifestations as a condition that needs to be in place before we give ourselves permission to feel how we want to feel, right? Like I'm going to withhold the feeling of abundance until I have $12 million in my bank account that's not actually energetically very beneficial or going to help you in the long run, right? So we do this all the time. And I feel like it's as a form of motivation, right? Because if we withhold good feelings from ourselves until we achieve the thing, then we're going to work harder. We're going to work faster. We're going to do it better. But really, it just makes it harder because you're not working with aligned energy. You're just working from pure effort. Right. And I want to touch on this- in a, in a different aspect of this subject, because I think a lot of people, when they hear, uh, you know, how can you access these emotions now? How can you experience this now in some way, shape or form in your life? I think what some people hear and fear is that, well, if I know that I have it now, the thing that I'm seeking, then that means the universe knows that I don't need that thing, or I'm sending the wrong message of like, I'm satisfied, don't bring me anything else. When in fact, that is not what's it's, it's the opposite of what's happening is you are, as Kelsey said, becoming an energetic match, you are aligning with it, because the universe, what is it like attracts like the universe brings you what you're matched with. And if you are matched with, it's got to be hard, I can't feel this way until or if that then this, 
then that's what you're just going to get always. But if you can sit in that feeling, even for a moment of like, you know what? I am freaking abundant. (laughs) I am, I am so blessed. I am so grateful. Then the universal will just write it down, write down everything you're thinking. Okay. Bring her more of this, please. You know, it's just, it's just how it works. And I know that's how it can feel sometimes because when I hear, or when I try to get into that space of like, how do I have it already? I even get that little, oh, what if I'm sending the wrong message if like I don't need it anymore? So I just wanted to touch on that for people that are thinking that way. I have to talk myself out of it too. And hopefully that helps because it's really the opposite and you're doing great. (laughs) You're doing great. Yeah, that's a good point of resistance to bring up. And to piggyback on this whole topic, another question to dive into besides how can I start feeling these ways now is what's stopping me from feeling this way now? Is it a habit? Is it a thought? Is it a belief? Is it that you're withholding the feeling from yourself? Like what is between you and this feeling? And don't say that you can't feel that way because you don't have the thing yet that you're trying to manifest. That's just a cop out to answer the question. Like if you're really gonna be honest and with all self-inquiry to get the most benefit out of it, you have to be really, really honest, open, authentic, raw, real with yourself. If you were gonna be honest, then maybe you have been withholding from yourself or maybe you think, whatever, whatever, like there's so many different possibilities it could be, but that's another, sometimes I think whatever, whatever, (laughs) (laughs) it's another good question to add to that set of questions. Like even, yeah, even if it is just, you know, instead of just saying, well, I can't feel the thing until I have what I'm seeking that, that sure. That's the, that's the symptom, but what is the actual cause? The cause is, well, because I think that if I do try to feel that, then the universe isn't going to bring me what I want. Like that could be, that could be your answer, or it could be something similar. Like maybe deep, deep down, you were taught inadvertently that you just aren't worthy of it or, you know, gosh, whatever, 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 you know? <laughs> yeah. You or could, before, it could be anything. Going back to my example, I used to be like, oh, I never win anything. Like the only time I won anything in a contest was like a free Snapple. And then my mom threw away the lid. So I didn't even get to claim my free Snapple. Oh, <laughs> dang, Kels. That's so, so I sad. would just like use that as evidence. Like, man, I never win things by chance. Like I might win things in like a competition or like something that involves skill, but like, I just want to win something out of like pure luck and like destiny. I just think that'd be a fun, frivolous feeling. And um, so I used to have those narratives of like, I'm not a winner. I never win. I only want a Snapple. I didn't even get to redeem it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I think that was holding me back on some levels, but you know, we're just not there anymore. We've moved on. This is so interesting. Just, you know, I don't want to spend all episode on this, but gosh, what a good conversation so far. But I think it's so interesting that something as seemingly insignificant I want people to hear this. Something as seemingly insignificant as a Snapple lid. I know. It can can make you believe and make things true about you that aren't, right? It can make you believe, okay, well, I must not be a winner then, which can have such a giant ripple. That Snapple lid had no idea what it was doing when it it came into your life, Kels, but it had such a profound impact. And whether it's a Snapple lid or a passing comment from someone or just a, a... seemingly insignificant experience that you might have like this is how we are created this is what happens so what a great way to illustrate like we, we really have to dig deep and examine those stories and those like teeny tiny little things that have like gigantic consequences when it comes to that and thank goodness you were able to turn it around but for some some people are still living with things like that the curse of the snapple lid right (laughs) I'm glad though that my funny story can be of illumination to the people and help everyone out there with a good clear cut example of how this can show up in your life (laughs) wow oh that was great okay should we move on to the next set of questions yes by the way when you said you're not a winner I thought of this time when I was in kindergarten and we had to guess how many M&Ms were in a jar and I won Whoa. First, first thing I ever won. And I'm pretty sure I haven't won anything since, but I don't care because <laughs> I want a jar of M&Ms and I was the most accurate in my whole kindergarten class. Wow. I'm impressed. <laughs> That's pretty good. Or were you just the most psychic and you were like, I already know the number. You know what? I think that's what it was. And maybe that's I don't where think I got- you were counting all the M&Ms. Let's maybe that's honest. where I got my sweet tooth. See, there's another, 
There's another belief. I have a sweet tooth because of kindergarten. No, just kidding. That's Maybe. great. So here's the next <laughs> question. Are you yeah. ready? This has to do with, or this is going to help you to really craft your life in a very intentional way that's going to feel good to you specifically. So the question is, what are my top values? What do I value in life? What is important to me? And how can I dedicate more time to these and craft a life around them? Ooh, this one makes me feel things, Kels. I don't know. <laughs> you should what dive you in. Mean? What do you mean? Explain. Well, when you, okay. So everybody do this with me. Think of what, what was the question? What do I need more of in my life? Or what is, what are my the values? The question was, what are my top values? Mm -hmm. What are What's my top most values? important to me? Mm -hmm. Everybody think about that immediately in my head. If I had these, this thing or these things, I think I would feel so much more at peace and aligned and clear and just, you know, settled. And that is safety and security. And that makes perfect sense for me because I'm always like, got to do the next thing. I don't have time to focus on my, my, uh, victory, my small victories. I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing ahead because I need to get to this point to where I am safe and secure and nothing can get me. <laughs> right. So when I say it makes me feel things, it's just that, oh my gosh, how can I bring more safety and security into my life now? It's such a great question to ask because if I could start practicing some of that, you know, who, who, what is stopping me <laughs> from doing it right now? Interesting. Yeah, it's crazy how many crazy like workarounds in our mind or stories we create to make it like harder than it needs to be. And yep. like in your example, like, oh, I can't feel safe until I do all this long, long, long list of things. When in reality, like there are ways that you could access and just drop into your safety like now. And it doesn't have to be that you feel mm -hmm. safe 100% of the time. It doesn't have to be right. that you're always in that place, but you would just have the tools to just drop into it when you can, you know, and live in that space a little bit more without watching yourself do the pattern over and over of like, ah, oh, I got to do all this stuff first and then I will yeah. allow it. But usually you don't even get to that point because when is it ever all done? Is never done. <laughs> never done. When it's done, you're dead. <laughs> That's yes. another thing we say all the time. So Kels, you know how we have shutters in our living room? Like the whole, basically the whole bottom floor is just shutters everywhere. Um, I was telling my husband, I was like, you know, as much as I love opening these things, like when the sun's coming in and it's such beautiful light in the house, I get just as much, if not more satisfaction from snapping them bitches shut at night. So no one can look in my house or see me or anything like peering at me in the dark. Okay. I live in the city. So there's not really that big of a, it's like a rural city cul-de-sac thing. So there's not like, I'm not like in the woods where like you can have like a wild animal, but it does feel very nice. It feels very safe and secure for me to just be able to sit in a big open space and know that it's basically like a, like a cage, right? Yeah, well, it sounds like having <laughs> privacy is something that leads you to feeling more safe, which yes, sure is knowing true for that, a lot of people. Yeah, knowing that that I do have that, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so I know I've said this on the show before, but it's worth saying again, especially if you're tuning in for the first time. One of the easiest ways to identify your values is to literally just Google like human values or top <laughs> yeah. values that people have and get a sheet. There's lots of sheets that just list them out and then go through and label each one, how important it is to you on a scale from zero to 10. And then every mm -hmm. value that you've labeled like eight, nine, or 10, you can go back through and circle and you realize, oh, okay, these are my top ones. Cause sometimes it's hard to identify your values just straight off the top of your head. But when you see it on a list, you're like, oh, that's me. Like that resonates with me. Yeah. I have, um, so I actually a really use a sheet one. like this with my clients. And I also have one that's um, called, uh, it's like a questionnaire who I am. So it's kind of like values, but values is just a part of it. It's on a scale of one to four, how important certain things are you like your yeah. reputation, the place you, you live, things like that. But it's very important. And it's something that I think some of us have never, we've never asked ourselves, like, what are my values? What do I hold solid and strong within me? And what do I let other people tell me are my values, you know, especially now, like we have so many people screaming and shouting about what they 
believe, but like, do you really, or are you just repeating what society's telling you to say? You know what I mean? And there's no right. right or wrong answer. It's just be, be clear with, with what's going on with you, you know? I don't know about you guys, but I love my smile. And what I don't love is all the toxic ingredients in most dental care products. You guys, once I started learning, it is actually so bad. So I've been on the hunt for something that is actually good for my health, good for my teeth, because I want the best for my oral health. And I know you guys do too, which is why I'm really excited to talk to you guys about Lumino. So Lumino is a brand that uses way cleaner ingredients. It's basically the only non-toxic toothpaste, mouthwash, and whitening products that actually help your oral health instead of hurting it. So when I was talking to the brand, they explained to me that most um, toothpaste and mouthwashes clear 99% of bacteria in your mouth, but guess what? Most of that bacteria is actually good bacteria, which helps the microbiome of your mouth and helps you from getting sick. It keeps you healthy. So by killing and washing all of that out, you're actually not doing yourself any favors. So it's better to only get rid of the bad stuff and keep the good stuff, which is what Lumino does an amazing job at. They also use purposeful and uncompromising ingredients like sea salt, aloe, and coconut oils to clean and brighten your smile. Plus, everything they make is certified non-toxic. They have some crazy certifications that are very hard to get. So this brand is like, oh, sent from the heavens. I'm so excited about it. Um, I've actually been using the toothpaste and the toothbrush so far because they send a bamboo toothbrush that actually doesn't have plastic bristles, which most of them do, fun fact. So this one's way better. Um, and you still get that clean feel in your mouth. So you still get that freshness. You still feel whiter, brighter, but without the toxic ingredients. So that's my spiel on Lumino and I'm obsessed. I hope you guys can order it and experience what I'm talking about. So as we mentioned, you won't find harsh bleaches, artificial dyes, or alcohol in any of Lumino's products. Everything they make is dentist formulated, backed by over 50 studies and proven to protect the good bacteria in your smile, also known as the microbiome. Once I learned that the good bacteria were being flushed out as well, like it's one of those things you can't believe you didn't know. <laughs> You're like, I can't believe I was doing this. With everything else, we talk about gut health. We talk about balance. We talk about body harmony. Why wouldn't we think the same thing is going on in our mouth? Anyway, Lumino's whitening strips are super effective and perfect for sensitive teeth, which I have. It only takes 30 minutes to apply and you'll see results in seven days, making for incredible before and after pictures. I love how my smile feels and looks, and I know you'll love Lumino just as much as we do. Get 15% off your order today by going to getlumino.com slash vibin and use code vibin. That's G-E-T-L-U-M-I-N-E-U-X dot com slash V-I-B-I-N code vibin to save 15%. Getlumino.com slash vibin. We have a lot planned for 2022, but standing in line at the grocery store or hunched over the stove is not part of that plan. But we don't have to meal plan or prep now that we leave our meals to Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves time by delivering chef-crafted meals to our doorstep, eliminating the hassles of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention cleanup. There's no dishes to wash, which I love. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Yes, love it. And with more than 27 meal options each week, we are never bored. Factor even takes into account your preferences. They offer vegan and veggie meals, cold pressed juices, which are my personal favorite, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep everyone fueled and focused all day long. Head to go.factor75.com slash plans and use the code vibin120 to get $120 off over your first five weeks of meals, which is an insane deal, you guys. That's code vibin120 at go.factor75.com slash plans for $120 off. And all of that is in the show notes. 
Yeah, I think it's super beneficial to become consciously aware of your values because it's one thing to have them, but it's really hard to live in alignment with them fully unless you know what they are, Mm -hmm. like consciously in the front of your mind, not just hiding somewhere in your subconscious. So doing this exercise is super beneficial for that reason. And I usually like have people at my self-love retreats do this. Not probably every time, almost every time this comes up because I'm like, hello, to create your dream life, just look at your values and then make time in your calendar, you know? So Kelsey, this is, this will be a nice kind of branch off of this topic, but what does it look like when you are operating from a point of knowing your values versus operating from not knowing your values? How does that look? I think it's just harder to navigate your life and go directly towards feeling good when you're not sure exactly what you do value. Yeah. Because when you know, like, for example, if you know that you value community, you can start Sunday dinners with your friends. (laughs) If you know that you value um, organization, you can make sure that your house is fairly organized to your liking. If you know that you value um, financial freedom, you can create a business to work towards that. But if you don't know that you value these things, you might be doing them because you like doing them, or you might not realize how you can incorporate it more into your life. And that's when you would ask yourself the next question after you figure out what you value, like, how can I add more of this to my life? Or what's taking away from these values? Or how am I not living in alignment with these values? And I think a good example of that would be going back to the example that you're giving about other people. And especially these days, how people are so polarized and people are advocating for one thing, but in the way that they do it, they're actually going against what they say that they value. And I think a lot of people don't even realize that they're doing that, (laughs) which is the crazy part. I know it's, it is, it's, it's more important, I think, than ever to be very clear on where you stand and what you believe and know that you are not wrong for believing. And listen, I'm speaking to all political parties. I'm speaking to friggin' everyone. And I don't agree with everyone, but do I allow them to believe what they want? Absolutely. Just know what you believe and just, you know, just know, just know. So what I believe it looks like the, the, the hard part about not knowing your values, I think is not knowing why you feel shitty sometimes. Right. Right. It's so important to know just as important as it is to know how good things feel and what makes you feel good. It is just, if not even more important to know when you are not feeling great and why, which is why we always talk about asking yourself these questions, sitting in the feelings, really discovering about it. But it's like having an allergic reaction and having no idea what it could be. Like, what, what is, what did I eat? What's going on here? Or, uh, you know, some, you, you have to, what do they call it? Adjust your diet. They, they call it like testing out your allergies by taking one thing out and adding one thing in and just doing it slowly. So it can be way easier than that. Just find one of the worksheets that we mentioned. And just if, if you're having trouble, but most of us will know at least one or two things that will come to mind of what we value. And that way, not only will you know what makes you feel good, but you will know why you don't feel good. And you're right, Kel. Like, I think it was beautiful how you said, like, it's just so much harder to navigate without those two crucial bits of information. You're like on a life raft in the middle of the ocean and a storm's coming. So you better find something to hold on to. It's just, it's so much easier, you know? Yeah. It just makes it easier to really consciously create the life that you want that really works and feels good for you specifically. It's like a painter. Like if they know what's beautiful to them, they can go and paint that. And so just Mm -hmm. staring at the canvas and be like, uh, so many possibilities. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Overwhelmed, 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 (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also what you were saying about not feeling well, I think is a really good segue into another question on my list, which is asking yourself, what do I need? Like at the base level, what do I need in order to feel good? What do I need in order to have a good day? What do I need in order to feel loved? What do I need in order to feel safe? What do I need in order to be like happy at a basic level? You know, Mm -hmm. so we all have our basic needs of food, water, connection, yada, yada. But beyond that, like people have specific needs that are specific to them and very particular to them. And 
I did a lot of needs work or needs discovering when I was in between relationships, because I realized I wasn't getting what I needed from a lot of my past relationships and I needed to stop that pattern. But the only way I could stop it was by knowing what I needed and then picking a partner based on the compatibility of like, can they give me what I need? And do I want to give them what they need? So that was for me, like my personal journey with needs, but I think anyone can do it at any time because knowing these needs and then going after them in a very direct conscious way is one, very self-loving and two, it's going to support you in all the ways so that you don't become a manipulative person or an energy vampire or someone who's unaware of their needs and then goes about getting them in indirect or maybe mischievous or harmful ways because you will get your needs met consciously or unconsciously. So yeah, you're much safer of a person. And I would say, quote unquote, a better version, a better person, if you are conscious about your needs and you can go for them in more direct ways. I love it. That's my spiel. <laughs> because I like that. if we want to talk about manipulation real quick, usually people who are really manipulative, they don't know how to get what they need. Mm-hmm. So they have to manipulate in order to get what they need. Yep. So if you don't want to be that person, then I would suggest finding out what you need and resourcing yourself. So if you're someone who needs to grieve after something bad, you know, like join a group that can support you in that. If you're someone who needs to eat really clean in order to feel good, like, okay, let's cut the pasta. You know, if there's someone, if you're someone who needs a lot of one-on-one attention in school, like you can ask for that. Um, so I think it's just knowing and then advocating for your own needs. And then here's something that every single person needs. I'm going to just, I'm going to lay it on thick right now. Every single person listening and not listening to this (laughs) needs to give themselves permission to acknowledge their needs. Yes. Amen. Yeah. That's, that's a piece that I think needs it just needs to be said sometimes we're like well I feel like I need to but I can't let myself because blah 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 like no you can and you should well here's the (laughs) truth of why you should because you can't unneed what you need yes if you need it it has to be fulfilled otherwise you will be miserable Mm -hmm. or in danger so you owe it to yourself to figure out what those needs are and resource yourself in the best way that is available to you Give yourself permission to just, what is, what is the word? To, to address your needs, to tend to your needs, to validate listen, them, discover validate, them, fulfill yeah. them, all of it. I need Taco Bell. So, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I really don't. I don't even like Taco Bell. I don't know why I said that. But insert guilty pleasure here. I need, you did need a snack before we started. So I we did need a snack. A snack. Right? And I needed to pee. So we took a pee break. We got all ready for you guys. (laughs) How many, I just, I just want to put, put this like a little interjection in here. How many questions are on that list, Kels? Just, just say the number. I don't know. Have you counted? At least like 20. Okay. Listen, people, we're not going to have enough time to do all of these, but I will say we will do more. True or false, Kels. We're going to do more in the Patreon. And we might even make this, I think we should type this up and make it like a freebie for Patreon people. That's a great idea. And I was thinking we should do like a part two later when we do another solo episode. Yeah. So if you guys want to hear more, then I would recommend subscribing wherever you guys listen. Cause then when we do it, cause it probably wouldn't be for a couple of weeks, whenever the next part two airs, then you guys can hear that part two. Get them before part two, part two. by being a Patreon patron on Patreon slash high five. <laughs> Love it. How many times can I say Patreon? Let's guess. I don't know. Okay. So a let's few. move. Do you want to do another one? Yeah. Um, let's give see, us a really see. juicy one. Okay. I'm going to go down into like the resistance releasing ones okay. on my list. Okay. So these are the questions where you have to be really honest with yourself, but also very gentle with yourself once you discover oh, the answer. <laughs> these are not questions for you to use to blame yourself or shame yourself. This is simply for the purpose of illuminating information that is going to be beneficial for you, assuming that you take action on it. Okay. So the first question is, 
what's been holding me back from going for what I want? And this could be a story you're telling yourself, something bad that happened to you in the past, um, a limiting belief, a fear that you have, um, just the unwillingness to change a habit. This could be literally anything, but usually it's going to be tied to yourself because we hold ourselves back a lot. So what's been holding me back from going for what I want? Mm. Lindsay, do you have mm. an example? I'm going to share an example okay, too. Okay, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I cop out easy by saying, well, I am going for what I want, but I only do like the hardest thing possible. So a question maybe could be how, how do I make it harder than it needs to be? Or that, that is definitely for me, a form of holding myself back because it does not need to be so difficult, Lindsay. Um, (laughs) but, (laughs) But I think the reason that I do that is possibly fear, fear of like, if it's easy, then it must not be sustainable, which is always my like deepest fear which Hmm. is not you know that's interesting so if it was isn't it just then it wouldn't be sustainable but wouldn't that make it like more sustainable if it was easy because then you could just keep doing it forever because it's so you know because what what comes to mind is these like these like ideas of like if it's easy it must be cheap if it's if it's easy then it's like a flash in the pan sustainable transformation or progress should be long and arduous. That is full subconscious streaming right there. Like, I don't love that, but that's, I know that's what's going on. Um, Now, listen, to be clear, I am, I'm a hypnotherapist and my work by design is way quicker than normal therapy. Like I do this work, not just the mindset stuff, but the idea that it can be quick, that it can be easy, that it can feel easy. It's just way easier to help other people see that. (laughs) Ain't it though? Ain't it though? I find that healers are always healing themselves through working with their clients. So I think you're not alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Okay, so I'm going to ask myself the question. What's been holding me back from going for what I want? I think sometimes I'm honestly... Lazy is not the word, but I'm just not willing to do the thing that I know I need to do in that moment. Okay, so why? Well, I just figure I'll just do it later. <laughs> but, but then because because like specifically to be me is to pursue many avenues at one time. Like y'all have to understand that I don't just like podcast full time. I write books, yeah. I coach clients, I host retreats. I do hair two days a week, which is like 20 clients a week. I'm also having conversations with healing, beautifying. Um, you know, I'm buying this new house. I'm, I'm literally doing like a billion things at Mm -hmm. one time (laughs) and going in not a lot of different directions, but my energy is split between multiple projects. So I think I just sometimes feel overwhelmed. So then I just try to be more selective and certain days are just not conducive to certain things. And I, is it holding me back? Maybe sometimes in that moment but also like I have to be choosy where to put my energy. So I don't necessarily feel that it's a bad thing, but I do know like sometimes I'll just be like, oh, we're not, I'm not gonna do that today or this week or not even till three months from now because I'm just trying to focus. And I think that is a way that I hold myself back from certain things. Maybe holding yourself back is, is by doing all these things at once. Yeah, that's probably one way chasing, to look at it. Chasing two rabbits, you know what I mean? I'm chasing like six rabbits. Yeah, you're chasing <laughs> all the rabbits. But it feels like all the rabbits are running in like the same direction. So that makes it easier. Right. So yeah, They're I do not know all that- running away from me in a circle. Yeah, <laughs> we're like scattered. I do know that you, everything that you are doing is, is it are different avenues to the same goal. So, well, because so- if we tie this back into the values- Some of my key values are, uh, well, like my biggest value is like altruism and helping people live their best life. So I do that via the retreats, via cutting people's hair, making them feel awesome about themselves. 
I'm obsessed with beauty. That's one of my highest values, which is why I'm a beautician, which is why I love to decorate my home, which is why I'm into feng shui. Like everything falls under the same umbrellas of like life optimization, feeling good, aesthetically pleasing things, and just making everything and everyone feel, look, and be better, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So goes together. But yeah, I would say that sometimes I hold myself back because there's just a lot going on. So what questions? Okay. So, so listeners, how could you be holding yourself back from your goal? And then is there a follow-up? Like, what can you do about it or stop it or? Yeah. So the follow-up would be like, what am I willing to do differently now Mm. that I know this? And you might not be willing to do anything differently. And that's fine. That's as long as you're choosing it consciously and realizing I'm consciously choosing to not make a change because I'm not willing to do that right now. And that's okay. But I think it's less detrimental when you choose it as opposed to when it's like hovering over you and you didn't Mm. choose that because then it's not from a place of empowerment, right? So yeah, if you realize you're holding yourself back, then you can ask yourself, what am I willing to change or what am I unwilling to change to stop holding myself back or correct the behavior or, you know, accelerate your path? What are you willing to do? What am I willing to do? Yeah, girl, or not willing. Um, We got to follow through with the question. Yeah, good question. Um, (laughs) I'm not sure. I think I need to journal on this or meditate on it. Hmm. Because mm-hmm. look, we, I, I will, me and Kelsey both will say, if you don't feel like doing something, it's because you shouldn't do it in that moment. Like, <laughs> if you wanted to do it, you would do it. But why don't we want to do it? What is that reason? If we know we, huge quotes here, should do it, why are we not doing it? Why are we procrastinating? Why are we holding ourselves back? Why are we not doing the thing right this very second? It could be because maybe your body needs rest, your mind needs rest, you need a little more self care, self love. There's always an answer. I'm never going to say, do just grind and do it anyway, unless it's say it to myself, because I learn a lot by asking why you definitely can. Um, so yeah, journaling, journal on it and see what comes up. But, but I don't think anybody listening to this and that is in the same boat as Kelsey should just say, well, I don't really have a reason. So I'm going to just power through it. There's a reason. Okay. Like, don't just jump to do the thing that you don't want to do figure out, figure out why this is the work that people talk about. This is what we talk about every week. This is the work is learning more about yourself and knowing that if I sit down and really dissect this situation and understand myself a little more in this moment, then next time this comes up, it won't be so hard and I'll be able to do it easier and faster and I'll feel better about it. Word. Amen. Our next partner has a product that I'm obsessed with and I am literally using every day. It's called Athletic Greens. And with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging all the things. And I might add as a picky eater, it tastes very mild. You can also mix it with like orange juice or put it in your smoothies, but I just drink it straight up with water and it's great. And they say to drink it on an empty stomach first thing, because then it helps you absorb the nutrients of your whole entire day much better and much more easily. Yeah. I started taking athletic greens and I concur. It's amazing. For me, I was taking like, I don't know, 10 vitamins a day of different things. Cause I just, they were things I needed. I found after taking all those pills that I would get acid so easily after, cause I would swallow like a whole bottle of water with, <laughs> with my pills and I would just have to guzzle it. And I found that it would make my, uh, episodes of, of acid just so much more frequent since taking athletic greens in the morning. First thing, even before my coffee, it has not only given me more energy, and like made me just feel better, but I really haven't felt 
I have not felt one episode of acid. And for me, that's like so important. I I would stop taking vitamins just because I didn't want to deal with it. So the fact that it's in liquid form and it's so easy and by definition, easy to digest, I have had no issues. So I love it so much. And Mm -hmm. it contains less than one gram of sugar. Yay. No GMOs. Yay. No nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. And you guys, for High Vibnet listeners, your subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these winter months and during a pandemic when we don't get as much sunlight. Yeah. I love the founder story. He actually similar to mine. I think he was on. So he had like a hundred dollars a day in compliment complicated supplement routine and like just too much, too much. So he decided, you know what, I'm just going to make, I'm going to make something that is easy for me and easy for other people too. So he created athletic greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. He did it for us. So I love his story so much. It speaks to me. Yes. We love him for creating this product. I know I'm a picky eater, so I don't always eat all my nutrients throughout the day. So I love to drink it super easy, really great. Yeah. Well, right now athletic greens is making it super easy for you to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash vibin. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash V I B I N and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Setting new goals, creating and sticking to healthy habits, building a daily routine you can actually keep, making these changes should be easy, right? Well, if you're not sure how or where to start, then it's time to try Fabulous. It's been a game changer for me because Fabulous is a habit-changing app that gives you the tools and skills you need to feel healthier, more productive, and fulfilled. Fabulous helps you break free of negative habits while helping you build new healthy ones that actually stick. Fabulous does this by using holistic approach along with behavioral science. Unlike other health apps, Fabulous focuses on self-improvement, mental and physical health, mindfulness, and productivity to build daily routines that work for you. So say your goal is to be healthier. Fabulous breaks the goal down into daily tasks like reminding you to drink water, exercise, or even disconnect and unplug. Fabulous also offers weekly challenges that complement the tasks I'm already doing in my regular routine. I really love the challenge of drinking water because for me, that's one of the hardest things to remember to do. I will always reach for coffee or juice or something else. And so having this reminder on my phone in a nice, healthy way is has been such a game changer for me. It's helped me for sure to be more hydrated. Becoming a fabulous premium member is also a total game changer. Premium gives you access to daily coaching content sessions, unlocks all guided behavioral change programs, and lets you add as many habits as you'd like in your routines. Fabulous has definitely helped improve my daily routine because the first thing I think of is to check Fabulous instead of going on social media. Fabulous has tons of ways for me to continue healthy habits, create new ones, and reminds me in a loving way if I'm kind of sliding off the track and it brings me right back very, very easily. So start building your ideal daily routine today with Fabulous Premium. Get 25% off Fabulous Premium by going to thefab.co slash vibin. That's T-H-E-F-A-B dot C-O slash V-I-B-I-N for 25% off Fabulous Premium. Thefab.co slash vibin. Amen. (laughs) Okay. So next question, this is a really good one for discovering any points of resistance, especially when you're trying to manifest something specific. What bad things do I secretly think will happen if I get what I want? This is interesting because I want help with this. I don't think I can think of any bad things. What if you can't think of any bad things? Let me give you an example. And maybe it'll like activate something in your mind. So for me, the other day, I realized that I think that if I get everything that I want, that I'll be bored because I won't have anything to work towards Uh or anything to create or anything to really experience that's new and exciting. I'll just be like, well, I manifested all the things and it was fun for five minutes. And now what? So I realized for me that that's something that's been like subconsciously just, you know, splitting my energy big time. Um, But it could be 
anything for different people. Like people, you know, like more money, more problems. What bad things do I secretly think will happen if I get what I want? If I get all this money, then people are going to come after me. If I, if I get the partner, then I'm going to have to do hard relationship stuff. If I go on the vacation, then I'm going to have to plan it all and pay for it. If I, you know, like everybody has these around something. So did that trigger anything I do think, in your mind? Um, well, I'll give you my example and then I might need extra help. But I do think that the, the, the bad thing that could happen for a lot of people listening is that, well, it's going to be over then. Like I won't have it to look forward to. I do believe that even though we hate the journey, even though we'd say that we do, it's not about the journey, it's about the destination, even though we say the opposite, but it feels like, well, I, I screw the journey. I just want the destination, but then, then it's over. So it's like, once you get the thing, you are no longer pursuing it. Although we know that there's always something new to manifest. So that's not real anyway. But the thing that we're talking about is like that fear of, well, once I get it, I've got it. And then what? Right here, right now, I know this existence. I know what it's like to be pursuing. I know what it's like to desire it. I know what it's like to be walking that path as frustrating as it can be. I don't know what it looks like to have it. And that is what we call the fear of success. (laughs) (laughs) It is a real thing, people. But I do, I do like, I do like that because I think that a lot of people are feeling probably the exact same way. For me, you know, of course, the thing I desire is my scottage. What bad thing could happen if I get my scottage? I don't know. Too many ducks to pet. Well, maybe you'd have to leave all your friends and family who are in the US because you're going to live in Scotland. You see my face? I'm just kidding. All love to my friends and family. But if anybody knows me even a little bit, they know I'm not the most social person. My cousin texted me yesterday, uh, this weekend, and she goes, I'm talking low in case she can hear me, but <laughs> somewhere in a few streets over. But she goes, Hey, when was the last time you had a girl's night? Girl, I can't even tell you about my face. Just, I was like, I don't know, a long time. And truthfully, it was probably like three years ago when she made me go out. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know, a long time. It gives me anxiety. And she's like, why? You should come with us. We're going to this place. And a friend of, she said, a friend of mine's coming into town and we were going to go to so-and-so. I'm like, so you want me to travel probably at night and meet people that I don't know in a public place by myself I just, there's nothing that sounds worse. I love you, D, so much, but she's so much more social than me. And I just, anyway, that's me. So, Scottish, middle of nowhere in a different country, sounded pretty good to me. Well, nobody, nobody can ask me to go for a girls' night. And if they do, it will be in a quaint little Scottish pub where they probably have, you know, a good soup to try. Well, here's a question How's the weather there? That is, that is a big thing, but I haven't really thought about it as much as I should. Because <laughs> <laughs> let's is. say if that was one of your points of resistance, that might come up after asking the question, like what bad things do I think yeah. might happen if I do get what I want? Oh, I'm going to have to live in this place that has this different weather. Okay. Blah, blah, but blah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Abel keeps talking about this all the time. He's like, I don't know if you're the type of person that can live in cloudy weather. I'm like, okay, you're right. But all I want is like a summer house. I want two houses. I want a summer scottage and I want a house to live in the US in a more temperate area. So it really doesn't matter because I'm only going to be seeing the best. So well, give me another perfect, one. What, I can't think of any other bad things. What, what are some bad things? Well, maybe you don't have any resistance to your scottage. Maybe you have resistance to other things. I have resistance to, the, to what I believe the path is to getting it. So to, for me, the path to getting two houses is to make probably double what we make now, uh, or at least like 50% more than we make now. And that, my dear, that is it. I think that's, I think resistance. we both just need to win our second homes <laughs> this year, do. 2022. <laughs> we're making it happen. <laughs> are there any contests to win a Scottish cottage? Scottish I don't cottage? know, but if there are send them to Lindsay. So she, can I won win. in kindergarten. I can win again. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking now, every time when I think about winning, I just think about how I won my NFT horse. And I'm like, we won a horse. You like, did. If I can win a that's horse, right. I can win anything. How is that little <laughs> horse doing? Flara. That's his name. I think it's like a Scottish name. It's yeah. a purple horse. And yeah, he's doing good. We haven't raced him in a while. 
Um, but sometimes he wins when we race him and that's really fun. Because- How do you explain to people what this is? uh i mean basically it's like a video game where you race ponies except and there's the only one can be really expensive with that you have to pay with like real dollars and yeah um it's you use cryptocurrencies to buy the horses or you win crypto when you win races and you have to like enter with the money via crypto and so it's a whole crypto thing and the but- horseshoe one is an nft which is obviously like a one-of-a-kind digital thing digital a piece of art or yeah it's like a my horse is like a collectible item like it's a rare and valuable thing so that gives it um like monetary value which is super interesting but yeah you want to remind myself if i want a horse i can win a house come on Uh, hey it's almost (laughs) the same word i know (laughs) oh man okay okay so last question before we start wrapping it up and this is another (laughs) good resistance releaser. Okay. And this is actually something, this is one of the questions. A few of these are actually in my, wait a second. I'm sorry. Before we go to the first, to the the next question, what can people do about it? Once they realize the bad things that can happen with their, with what, like if they get their goal, here are the bad things that could happen. Then what do they do? How do they release the fear of those things? Well, sometimes it's nonsensical things. So you just look at them and then you use logic and you talk to yourself and you say, this would not happen. (laughs) This is not realistic. I'm just speculating from anxiety. Like, let's not worry about this anymore. This is ridiculous. Right. Or if it is a really valid concern that seems very real and realistic, then you can find ways to try and mitigate that risk right? So like how you said, let's say if you were really allergic to bad weather and you make this cottage or summer cottage, then that's different. Now we don't have resistance to that anymore. So it's just getting creative with what you need personally in order to release and work through the resistance so that you can be more open to going towards where you want to go. And for those people that just saying, don't worry about this doesn't work. Cause some people are like that, you know, just saying, well, we don't need to worry about this. Sometimes that doesn't work. You might need to tell yourself more than once. You might need to visualize the best outcome. I love this little trick is just sitting for a second in the best outcome that could possibly be and kind of rerouting those thought patterns. Because right now the thought pattern uh, could be, well, trigger fear, trigger anxiety, trigger whatever it is when you think about this thing because of this bad thing. So rerouting those thought patterns and those neuropathways as hypnotherapists say, you can just visualize and just start practicing what it feels like and what it looks like to believe that the best is yet to come and that the universe is going to surprise you in the best way. And it will actually start to disconnect those old outdated thought patterns and reconnect you to shiny new ones that just feel better and be able to release that fear. Cause Sometimes you just don't need it and it just is there anyway. (laughs) And a lot of the time, this question or a lot of these resistance releasing questions are going to lead you to beliefs that you Mm -hmm. can challenge, dismantle, and rewrite. So rewriting a belief is as simple as like discrediting the belief that you have now. So a really simple one. Let's say you believe that all rich people are assholes, right? So if you want to like, decredit that belief you have to find evidence of rich people who are nice or philanthropic or who are not assholes or people that you've met that have Mm -hmm. a lot of money who are great people then you start to believe okay well not all rich people are assholes right some can be nice so then your your belief is more wobbly you don't have four legs under the table anymore you only have like two so then it kind of crumbles falls apart that's not your main belief anymore. And then you keep finding more supporting evidence. Usually it takes like four pieces of evidence to recreate the new belief and make that one super solid. So asking yourself, what do I believe? How could this maybe not be true? Looking for opposite evidence to create the new belief of what you would rather believe and then um, going in that direction. Because when you ask the universe for evidence of certain beliefs, you will get it. Well, listen, and the fact is like, if you were an asshole before you had money, you're going to be an asshole with money. If you're not an asshole, (laughs) you're going to be a nice person with money. Like it's just, that's just how it is. For a way that people can express themselves more. So you're going to become more of who you are with more money. You're not going to just change and become a different person. Never. (laughs) Once you have money. So great point to be made. Um, So are you guys ready for the last question? 
Oh, I was going to say I'm doing a drum roll that a lot of these questions are in my new manifesting journal letters to the universe because there are eight specific questions that will help you identify what you want, why you want it, why you don't have it, what you're willing to do to get it. A lot of these are inspired by that. So if you guys want to journal on these letters to the universe, I'll link to it in the show notes. But this last question is, is there any part of me that doesn't want what I say or think that I want? That's a good question. That's one of the most, I was going to say the word, but I'll say badass question. Did you hear me say it earlier? (laughs) I did it just for you. Is there any part of me that doesn't want what I say or think that I want? And when you ask this question, you might be surprised to have several parts of you raise their hand and be like, uh, me, I don't want that, which is why you don't have it yet, because that would be bad because X, Y, and Z, yada, yada. We don't want that. Perfect example. I don't know if I've shared this one before, but a lot of times in love, we say, I want love. I want to meet my soulmate. I'm ready to meet my person. I want it. That's what you think you want. That's what you say you want. Consciously, that's what you want. But there's a part of you that might still be traumatized from the last relationship, from all your quote unquote failed relationships of the past. There might be a part of you that's scared to get hurt and does not want you to be in a relationship right now or possibly ever again, right? So that would be your invitation to reason with this part, do some healing work with this part, talk with it, get to know it, understand it, give it some safety. And from there, you can untangle a lot of the resistance and move forward. Um, so I think that's a really relevant example. Can you think of any other ones? I mean, I don't have any parts that don't want a scottage. Okay. Well, can you think of examples from clients where they had parts <laughs> that didn't want what they wanted? Okay. Well, here, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course there are, and, and to be more specific with my situation, you know, the avenue of which to get the scottages is, is, is the meat and potatoes of resistance and the holding myself back and all that. So is there a part of me that doesn't want to double my income? That would be the question. Um, probably. Yeah. I think that feels more accurate. Yeah. And that, that sounds be- like maybe it could be interpreted as like double the work. D- well, <laughs> what I always say is I, you have taught me when we first met each other and you actually gave me the idea that like, we don't have to be doing more, right? We don't have to be doing more. I've always kind of thought, gone back to that thought. So my, my dream, my desire is to not do more and still double my income by, you know, amping up my digital products and the podcast and all these other streams of income that we have doable. Um, uh, Part of me that doesn't want it would probably be the part that not necessarily more work, but more expectation on me is very hard pill to swallow. I have a lot of expectation on me already. And so if I were to think about adding more, I just want (laughs) to hide. Yeah. But I know that that's, you know, I know that's not accurate completely. I know that that's not necessarily true. So it would be a matter of being with myself and coaching myself and holding space for that thought and giving it a voice to be heard. And that's all, that's all our parts really want, honestly, is they want to be heard. They want to be acknowledged and they want to feel better. So, so it's a good question. It's a really good question. It's probably one that people don't ask themselves often, you know? Yeah. Cause I think we don't think of ourselves as having many parts and many different aspects. A lot of times we think I'm just the one me, but like inside of you, there's so many different parts and they all want different things and have different agendas and needs and fears and yada, yada. So getting to know these parts via parts work, which I'm always talking about, which happens a lot in therapy or in coaching or in self-love work, whatever, whatever. Um, I don't know why I keep saying that so much today, whatever, whatever. It's just, it's great for today. (laughs) It's whatever. (laughs) Um, But yeah, parts work is super beneficial because the true definition of love is 
to take something in as a part of yourself and self-love is to take in all the parts of you as a part of yourself. So when you're manifesting, if you can take into consideration all the parts of you and what they want, you can actually get them more in alignment than you think and manifesting becomes much more easily. And that's where the self-love work and the manifestation work overlap to help you build your best life. Yay. You guys should have seen my hands. If you're on the Patreon, you see me do all sorts of lovely hand motions. When we are she did a backflip. She did a pirouette. <laughs> she did a triple uh, how cow. What are those things? Triple how cow. What are they called? <laughs> Calf I don't cow. know. Ice skating. Oh, um, I don't know ice skating terminology. You watch the Winter Olympics? Because I am not. Yes. <laughs> I only know ballet terminology. So I could do oh. like a fuete. I could do like a leap. I could do a soda shot. I could do three pair. Somebody knows what a how cow four. is. <laughs> I don't know what a how cow is. What is it called? Does. I can't think of it. Uh, no idea. It's ice but skating. last night I watched a woman do a quad, like where they spin four times in the air before they land again. Nice. And that was like the first time a woman had ever done that at the Olympics. So That's pretty nice. crazy. No, I saw that headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember pretty that cool. now. I saw mm-hmm. it. It was epic. Um, But yeah, I think on that note, let's wrap it up. We'll do one or two more questions over on the extended episode on our Patreon at patreon.com slash high vibe. You guys can join for as little as three bucks a month to support the show financially and get all kinds of goodies, including Help me get my Scottish peeps, extended episodes and free stuff <laughs> and hangouts with us sometimes. Mm-hmm. And usually... I just put a question in there today. Oh yeah. Do you want to know what the question is? Should we? tell everybody yeah what's the question i asked our patreon people who they want to see on the show again because we've had a, so many good guests that i feel like yeah. need a part two episode so i wanted to get their feedback of like who they've listened to on our show that really they feel like could have a second episode or that they want to hear more from um some of our conversations are just so fire so go to the patreon and answer it there if you are on the patreon and if you're not you can join and be a part of the conversation because I'm probably only going to take their word for it. (laughs) (laughs) They've earned it. Okay. They're the VIPs. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Shout out to our Patreon peeps. Thank you guys for supporting the show in that way. But thank you everyone who listens, who shares the show, who rates the show, who tells other people about the show. Um, We really love helping you guys live your best life. And we just want everyone to be so happy and fulfilled and Mm -hmm. satisfied and have the most juicy life experience that they possibly can. Now I'm doing a triple how cow. (laughs) Okay, moving on. We love you guys. Have a great week. Delirious. Adios. Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our High Vibinate community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe. Every week we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes if you want to be also in the loop that way. And be sure to connect with us on social at lindsayrobinson and at kelseyaida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one. Oh,